Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. It's Dan and Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. Hi, Brendan. Hello. So we were so excited this week mm-hmm. to talk about Rony Reboot premiere. Mm-hmm. And little did we know what would happen. <laughs> we were hard, but the trolls were harder. <laughs> the trolls were really, really hard. <laughs> And like the chief troll of them all, Bethany Frankel, <laughs> post on Instagram, sent like, and this is like so stupidly like shot. And I don't know, like they're like out. It's Bethany, a giant red apple that you could like barely see. That used to be in the, um, what's that part? Like the wind shaft in her old apartment in Soho. Oh, okay. 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 I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and Jill Zarin posing in front of that surprise. We're going to mention it all podcast dropping in a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and like it came out at like 11 PM. I know I tried to start it and then yeah. I was like, I need to go to bed. It's not, I would say not the energy to take in during like bedtime wind down. Yeah. Right. It's a little too chaotic. <laughs> a little too chaotic. So did wake up the next morning and listen to it. So it's Bethany and Jill's first time together. There's she's saying in like 13 years or something, even though I think the precursor to this was the time they were like sitting next to each other on the airplane. Yeah. So with Bethany, it's like specific wording in order to pretend like this is a much longer reunion that it, than it was. Mm-hmm. She said our first time sitting down alone. 
Yeah. So the airplane, I guess they weren't alone. This interview, they're not even alone. Yeah. Um, we have a studio but, audience. Yeah. Before that, obviously, was the funeral. Yeah. But then, like, after the funeral of Bobby, like, Bethany went over to Jill's house and yeah. brought Brent. Yes. Okay. Um, which we will be returning to in a moment. I mean, this, like, this almost deserves a recap as much as, like, the, the TV shows. Yeah. If not more, in a way. So there's like the first 15 minutes where I'm like, I can't believe this is what I'm listening to. Mm -hmm. It was like 15 minutes of pre-production of like logistics of logistics of the idea of this. But I kind of went to, this interests me. Okay. It really did. It interests me to hear like how quickly it came together. Like Paul apparently had this idea on like Friday Yeah, and they like sat down on like Sunday. Sure. I do think there's like, and, and she loves saying this 25 times during the episode it says live and unedited. No yeah. one's mi- no one's mincing any words here. And blah 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 blah. And it's like, well, you know what? Maybe like we should have taken a a little scissor to some of this, right? <laughs> I, I I get what you're saying in terms of like that is interesting, but it was it was actually 15 minutes of this hour and 17 minute podcast. Well, because Bethany, this is what she does. She just talks on and on and in circles. That's why it's wild that like sometimes she only releases like nine minute episodes of Rewise. <laughs> so imagine what phrase she's just saying over and over and over again. <laughs> Okay, so a lot of pre- pre-production. I wh- what I did enjoy learning is this is the the first and only time she's had a live podcast interview. Oh yeah, it's usually on Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which, as people who suffer, we suffered for like two years doing Zoom. Yeah. Um, podcasts. It's not fun. I just don't get why people. Some people prefer that, but that's another subject matter. Sure. Okay. So then, so then we start to get into interesting stuff, but then like a lot of this beginning was like, okay, I've, I feel like I've, I've heard this story told 1 million times, mm-hmm. like Manhattan moms yeah. going out in the Hamptons, Bobby mm-hmm. producer, producers with Jill and Bobby. I do like that. Like Jill would like hold producers hostage yeah. by that. I mean, she would like offer them to like stay at her house yeah. if yeah. they didn't tell Bravo. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not a mom. Why am I going to do this? No, but we need another wife and blah, blah, blah. Okay. I do love like, and, and I, I think we've landed on this before, but like the $7,250 mm-hmm. the season, I love that. We're like just blatantly saying it now mm-hmm. and not really dancing around it too much. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So like this was fine. And then we get to the nitty gritty, which I think the nitty gritty begins with like, can you, can you be friends with people on this show? What does this do to a person being on the show? Mm -hmm. The way that they orchestrate their life in terms of like trying to quote unquote save it for the show. Yeah. Like I, uh, I, like who someone's upset. Like you didn't check call me over the summer cause of Bobby. And then like Bethany was like, Oh, well I thought like we were going to like let it play out in the show. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. That's- it is very you in this podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, if you have the cover, I mean, if you have the conversation, it's like less natural to have it again. Like when mics are up or when the cameras are up. True. You know? Yeah, it is. It is true. That's right. Oh my God. <laughs> Soon we're not going to be able to hang out without a mic 
up? Uh, I mean, we've done this for eight <laughs> years. I don't even know anymore. Um, okay. So that, I, that was interesting to me. And the fight, talking about the fight. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is really the first time we're really talking about the showdown that went down season three. Yeah, I think a really interesting dynamic here is also back then when this was all going on, Bethany had all the power mm-hmm. in the dynamic. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of her narrative. And an interesting part about this podcast was that Jill was actually being like, well, actually, this is how it happened for me, yada, yada, yada. And I thought she was able to get, even though Bethany was talking a lot, yeah. she was able to land some important points yeah. that also made her feel like a person who's grown and learned yeah. certain things since 13 years ago. I mean, Joe was able to tame the <clears throat> wild horse that is Bethany. Yeah. Particularly when we get to the funeral yes. conversation. Yeah. Which I like Bethany was like like on one. Mm-hmm. Like she almost like wanted to move on from the conversation. And then Jill was able to like make Bethany see her point in terms of uh okay, uh Bethany, I never signed a uh waiver for the show. Yeah. And she's like, no, but, but, but like but like drill Jill really drove it home. That like that did not happen, so I did not know we were filming this. Yeah, and I was interested in this because I've watched the clip back, mm. and I mean, like people are making the point that Jill does have pretty clear audio, but it's like they're in close conversation. Yeah, like they're like they had just hugged and they were standing like almost chest to chest. Yeah, during that, and I also I think. I don't know what the truth is here. And I think people have like said that Jill's not a reliable narrator, but nobody from Bravo has released a statement. Like if they had a release or something or shed, don't you think that they might be out here with some proof? So I think the thing when it comes to the audio is on these reality shows, like these people who are mic'd are interacting with people who are not mic'd all the time. And like, we can hear them. I mean, Barbara Kay, um, is a good example of when oh. she was talking shit about Luann's upcoming marriage True. to Carol and it landed on the show and she tried to sue Bravo to have it removed. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. 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 This was before for clarity. This is before she was an actual friend of yeah. on the show. It yeah. was like at a random party at Bagatelle. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was like really a turning point and almost like it felt like that was when Bethany was like, oh, I could become friends with you now. Yes. And it's something interesting that Bethany is doing in this moment with Jill is she is saying, I think we can keep the door open, but it can't be too intense. And oh, she yeah. basically says that in like certain words, like Jill does have the tendency to like move too fast probably. Well, it sounded like Bethany's like, I don't want to go to all your bullshit, Jill. And you can't be upset with me when I don't want to go to the, the, the gift bag party that you throw. Yeah. Which is coming up. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and it feels like both of them. 
And I know, I don't know how much this really matters, but it feels like both of them are really like lighting the match and like burning the Bravo bridge. Yeah. I mean, Jill just went through her disappointment with not being cast on the legacy after the bad like negotiations. And I think she's like, I feel like between that and she was like, so happy and excited to talk about goat. Yeah. which we've reported on here, that reality show that she's on with like duty and other mm-hmm. greatest of all time reality stars, which is what the goat stands for. Not yeah. us calling them greatest of all time. Um, yeah. So if, if it seems like she's thinking, Oh, maybe I like have other paths forward in the public eye. Yeah. And I know, Jill, I know Bethany says that she's done with trying to pursue TV projects and she's doing her own YouTube thing. Oh. But I am seeing a world where she tries to pitch something with the two of them, with her and Jill. And I wouldn't be surprised, even though they are lighting the match with Bravo here. I also think we're in a space where like they might try to pitch to Bravo or Peacock and see what Mm, happens. Okay. Okay. But also Bethany's trying to unionize reality stars right now as well, which might not help her. Wow. I mean, this was one for the ages. Have, have, okay, so this, the rollout was terrible. It's like, like Bethany has 25 feeds, and then like this interview was on all the feeds, but then she was talking about other things they were recording. I think they, I think Friday when this is released, I think they're releasing a, their own recap of the new Roni. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna listen to that. I'll listen to that. And then, yeah, she tried to explain all her different podcasts and where everything's released to like, I've just confused Jill Zarin. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Jill, Jill, I gotta say like really won my heart. Yeah. I think she gets such a fucking weird, bad rap and I don't think she deserves half the shit people talk about her. I think like Tamara judge helps yeah. light this fire yeah. against her. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think she's just she's just a woman trying to make it in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, wow, wow. A moment in time. Let's get over to some news over in Vanderpump Valley. Yes. So Vanderpump Rules is obviously filming again. There's been a couple stories brewing. Mm. The first one is such a stupid non-story, but like. Sheena has been like responding to it publicly because oh. people are coming against her for being seen filming with her coworker and yeah. co-star Tom Sandoval. Specifically noted unwell account Queens of Bravo, mm. like calling out that she's posing in a photo with a fan and Tom Sandoval's in the photo. It's like what I if we didn't have a good freak of the week this week, this would be the freak of the week. It's like what do you want from these people <laughs> they had their most successful season last year yeah, yeah. which was about tom sandoval yes. and what he did it was scandal do you want him kicked off the show <laughs> so so that we can just like not have anything to talk about we we need to be playing patty cake it's like <laughs> it makes no sense how people are reacting mm. to this and like you need to what's the term touch grass or whatever <laughs> Get off Twitter. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It just really doesn't make any sense. 
Then we're seeing posts of like, like beautifully shot posts of like James Kennedy hugging Graham Cracker, aka Graham the Labradoodle, I want to say. I think that Golden is. Doodle. Golden Doodle? Yeah. Okay. So he he got back custody of this dog. That had been in Raquel's possession. That had been in Raquel's possession. Okay, so when I first saw the photos and like, yes, like James has the dog. I'm like, what are we talking about? Like, like I thought that we were like taking it from this, this bee of a woman because she slept with a man that like was in a relationship and, and like cheaters can't have dogs. <laughs> but she's a, like, I mean, she's she's a bad actor in this, but like Tom is the cheater. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was like, are we like cheering because like we took a dog from her? Yeah. But apparently. So TMZ had a story that went up today and here's part of it. A source with direct knowledge <laughs> tells us Graham was recently dropped off at a shelter and was having behavioral issues, mostly a biting problem. Vanderpump Dog Foundation got alerted to Graham's <laughs> situation and worked out the reunion with James and his pooch. Our sources say James has the dog in training classes and they seem... They've seemed to work. We're told James is super happy to have Graham back. So this is Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy, the remix. The remix. <laughs> the scandal edition. So I mean like this actually like, I think this is a, I'm, I'm not in a dog adoption person, mm -hmm. but like I think this is a big no-no or people consider this a no-no for Raquel to like bring a dog like oh, this, just yeah. drop it off at a random shelter. Yeah, yeah. And it's also just like, dumb because you have the resources directly in front of you mm. to rehome Graham easily. Like even if you don't want to talk directly to James, like mm. pass the dog off to Lisa yeah, yeah, and yeah. like have her give it to James or whatever. Yeah. Wow. That was a misstep on her part. <laughs> yeah. Though people pointed out, I mean like some of these behavioral issues, James was the yeah. dog's owner, owner for years. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. He had a hand. Yeah. Wow. There is a major rehabilitation of James Kennedy. St. James? Trying, yeah, it's St. James. Yeah, okay. Wow. I th is that everything for Vanderpump Rules? Well, we got the, the, the sandwich girlies staying <laughs> home and making sandwiches. Yeah, they're like making sandwiches. I think they're like hiring maybe for... Mm. You're, you're going to apply? Some, oh, should I? Yeah. <laughs> you might. I, that would be a fun job, making a sandwich. Yeah. Taking the Trader Joe's condiments and spreading God, it. Spreading them. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else? I think that's it. But we need. We have so many shows. Yeah, we have. We're we're kicking it back up. We Let's got start with Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay, Atlanta. Atlanta. I'm glad. Oh, okay, we're picking up with Thanksgiving. Yeah. Which, as soon as we were talking about Thanksgiving, I was like, wait a minute. When did? Ralph and Drew famously like have the run, amazing race to the, to the courthouse. The courthouse. And I looked it up February twenty seventh. Wow. So we have another three months of filming. But I mean like holiday time cameras yeah. probably go down. Cameras definitely went down. It's not sure. Jersey when we're pretending we're lip syncing <laughs> for our life, pretending we're there Christmas morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and it feels like almost Atlanta like cameras like just went down or something when they ran to the courthouse yeah. maybe i think cameras might have gone back up yeah exactly exactly wow okay uh so and it's funny that like we're barreling down towards that and ralph is like 
producing. He's stepping up. He wants to do this like brunch to kick the woman out (laughs) of the country. A bon voyage brunch. And like the men are all putting aprons on and acting as though they're cooking the brunch. But there is also a hired chef there as well. Yeah, there's like a full hired team. Yeah, yeah. So it's And a, the kitchen's not that big that all these men can be behind the no, stove. No, all these men could be there. I mean, we even got like Marlo's man that she's been on a, a handful of dates. What's his name again? Like Scotley Scott or something? Scotley, yeah, it's a Jamaican so. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're on FaceTime with Roy. We're on FaceTime with Roy. Return on investment. We are return getting a return on investment, and we're learning that Marlo Went on a date with him. Yes. And she fucking scrolls way far down in her DMs to see the first DM from 2018 that he sent her, which was in response to like a poll, a poll she did (laughs) seeing which outfit she should wear. (laughs) And the way she said, the way he said like this dress, Ms. Marlowe. Yeah. It was like the the jumpsuit, Miss (laughs) Marlowe. Miss Marlowe. (laughs) And like, what's with like these men? Going after the whole cast. It's wild. And like the men going after the whole cast and like the women. Accepting Accepting that. it. Yeah. It's. What's happening in Atlanta? But it's, but like that, I feel like that is like, it's like Tom D'Agostino territory. So yeah. it's like happening in other cities as well. It's Harry Dubin. It's Harry Dubin. It's, it's Karen's little gay friend. <laughs> <laughs> He was recently hanging out with like Chris Samuels. <laughs> Did you just crack yourself up? No, no, I'm just thinking about him. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Matt. Matt, Matt. Legend. How could I forget? Call him by his name. Okay. Um I did enjoy the Sheree Drew fight. Mm-hmm. No, I, I really maybe should have like rewound this because I it was hard to understand. But like a girl wanted, and like and like Drew referred to her as a girl. A girl wanted to cook for, for the family, and Drew let her. And Drew let her. But I don't understand what the capacity was. Like, are are you like auditioning for like a family chef role, or like are we going to business together doing something? Oh, wasn't Drew doing like? The meal plans too? Maybe. Maybe something to do with then, that. Like the girl ends up suing for a thousand dollars. Was it one meal worth a thousand dollars? I mean like for a private situation. Okay. Because it's like the meal and then like you also have to get paid. Okay. Right? Sure. But like how many are we cooking for like Drew, Ralph, and the kids? I don't know. For $1,000? I imagined that like parents were involved too. Okay. Maybe a parent was involved. <laughs> Not the older sister because she was banned. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The reaction everyone had to learning that Drew was being sued for just $1,000 <laughs> was so fucking funny. <laughs> I mean, more like squarely in small claims court, I would yeah. say. <laughs> Like, would Judge Judy be involved? Judge, this this would actually be, like, the perfect case for Judge Judy, yeah. I would say. Is she still doing her thing? Okay, so I believe... I believe we're no longer, like, Judge Judy. I think we, like... Like, name change... Didn't Engaged get arrested. 19 times. Didn't get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I 
recently noticed she's also like wearing more of a ponytail these days. Oh yeah, she's got a half up, half down. Yes, yes. She yes, got rid of the iconic like dome. <laughs> Not the dome. <laughs> <laughs> I think the pony is like is like held up by a scrunchie. I want to yes, say. Yes, there's a scrunch. There's a scrunch involved. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. This little this little tit for tat will carry us over into Portugal. Yeah. And we're going to Portugal, which like very exciting. I want to go to Portugal. You should go. I should go. I uh yeah, maybe that will happen one day. Well, the gay men that we asked what that told us we should no longer be going to P Town okay. at Shipwreck said we should go to Spain, Spain. so okay. we can stop off in Portugal. Consider the gay men's recommendation. Okay. Uh now normally like there's not much to our little travel, but Candy blowing up the bathroom <laughs> for hours on end was so funny. It's coming out every direction. <laughs> we're in the plain bathroom. Yeah, oh yeah, we're, in, she, we're we're looking for Candy. We haven't seen her in hours. To be in a plain bathroom, like having that happen to you, that's up there with like probably one of the worst things. Yeah, that is a. a like, okay, so I will go to the plane bathroom kind of just like for a change of scenery sometimes. I never visit the plane bathroom. So you, like, you might need to go and you're like, no, I'm not even going to go. I usually can manage to not have to go, even on like a cross country. You're going to like, LA sometimes. Yeah, even like to LA, I can usually manage not to go. And you a camel? Well, I mean, it's like, <laughs> like, think about it. Like, do you... Get up. How many times do you get up in the middle of the night to go to, to the, the bathroom? Oh, in the middle of the night? Yeah, I don't. Uh, well, okay, so like, I think I might have mentioned this once or twice before in my old age. I really got to strategically, like, I, I could just drink water all the live long day. Yeah. But like, when we're in the like last half hour before bed. No water. We got we to gotta shut down the pipes. Yeah. <laughs> we can't be drinking anymore. Yeah. Because I, like, if I, do, I used to be able to like chug a, a glass before I go to bed. And be great. Now if I take like a little sip, I'm waking up in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. I probably went to bed at 1130 last night and I was okay till eight something. Oh yeah. No, but I mean, listen, if you're like, I if think you're sleeping, it's different than when if you're, you're sleeping. Sitting. Yeah. It's different than you're when you're awake. Um, yeah. No, it's change of scenery. It's nice. Um, <laughs> anyways, but that is the most embarrassing thing because just because like, the quarters are so small. The people are waiting in line. But there's more than one bathroom. Yeah, but come on still. It's like you're in there a long time. The flight attendants know what's up. The flight attendants I'm sure not. they're thinking you're doing a drug maybe. Mm. Oh my God. <laughs> like many drugs for yeah. hours in there. Wow, wow. Are you doing selfies in the plane bathroom? No. A lot of people do do that content. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. Uh, okay. I don't. I don't even know the name. So we land in Lisbon and we go to another city in Portugal. And I should have written this down, but every time Sheree says it, it, it so sounds wrong. It sounds like she's saying we're going to Al Gore, P Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> he invented the internet. He created a town. Yeah. <laughs> a healing town. <laughs> it's fucking healing journey. It's like, I wish we had Whitney from, um, Oh, for it to be a Helen. Yeah, SLC for it to be a Helen journey. <laughs> okay, okay. So we got like Drew and Manetta like talking on like a balcony or something. And when Drew says, I've never been to Africa, 
I've been to South Africa, <laughs> but not Africa. <laughs> and it's like, Manietta owns an orphanage? Yeah. Somewhere in Africa? Like, that is like the most information we've ever gotten about Manietta before. I know. Though, we're getting Heath a lot these days. We're, I feel like sometimes we get more Heath than we do Manietta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're getting a little, like, we're getting Heath jokes yeah. in there. <laughs> Heath is back there with the, in the back with the guys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh... When we go to dinner, the ordering of the shots and getting the cocktails, like I, I could tell while we were placing the order, like it was going to go awry. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just like, you could see <laughs> the, the crash happening before it happens. Of course. Yeah. Like she should have done like a little, like throwing it back with your fingers. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it feels like the women are, like women, uh, how do I say this? Okay. It feels like Marlo has a tough time being in the same room as a lot of these women. Mm -hmm. And it feels like it's been okay so far. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So far, so good. I think they even say so far, so good. Like Candy and Kenya are talking on their balcony being like, so far, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's mainly, once again, Sheree versus Drew, mm -hmm. which leads Drew to like run off and cry at the end of the episode. Yeah. Because we're talking, oh, we get into the confiscation of the She by Sheree at the end of Reunion. Yes. And then we get the Marlo confessional. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I will say, I forget who said it, but everyone, someone was like, okay, there's eight of us. It's a thousand dollars. We can get the money together and pay it. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know if you noticed this. Didn't it feel like Drew had... 25 confessional looks this episode. Yeah. Every time I looked at her, she looked like a different person. <laughs> Hardest working, working woman in the show business. Yeah. Okay. That's Atlanta. It's Atlanta. It's, this was, I was happy that we're on a trip and that we are away and no husbands, no husbands. Yeah. Cause I feel like last year the trip was husbands. Yeah. The New York trip. Yeah. The New York and, and the Jamaica. Jamaica trip. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> And I feel like this has come up before, like husbands ruining the trip in Atlanta. I think it's because it allows the women to like retreat yes. away from the group. And, and, and like be more staunch in their like feuds mm -hmm. where like you can't be feuding the whole time when it's just the girls. Yeah. They also, Atlanta, I feel like does this more than any other shows. They're like always in a hotel. <gasps> Yeah. Not always, but like most Usually. of the time. And it's like, let's get a villa. Bolo. Let's, I mean, Bolo, that was the last time Atlanta was like truly. That was the last time. Iconic. Yeah. Wow. But even that was a tough season. It was just like the Bolo moment. Was it was iconic. the COVID, it was the tough COVID season. And yeah. you were so mad at Cynthia yeah, that I entire was, season. I was blinded by rage. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. <laughs> okay, we got to get to maybe the marquee moment of the week. Roni reboot premiere. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Obviously, you've seen more than I have. So I've seen it by this time at least three times. You've seen this episode three times. Yeah, because I watched the screener once before we even recorded last week. Then live. And then I watched it live. And then I was like, I'm just going to put it on again. I I wanted to revisit, but I do think like it stuck with me, really. It really sticks with you. It's just like... Doesn't it feel just like fresh? Mm, feels very fresh. And it's, first of all, New York mm. in the fall. Oh my God. Nothing better. Nothing better. I was at the dentist today and the hygienist was like, oh, I just hate summer. Oh I, my I God. Can't hand her you the- found a compatriot. Oh, well, I love summer now. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah, I, I've loved summer since COVID started. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, I remember. But, but like you loved it then because it was like, oh, we are allowed to hang out outside together. Yeah. But like that's not, that's not a reason for the season anymore. Uh, the love still, just stuck with you. Okay. It just stuck. It's okay. like I like wearing shorts. <sighs> Anyways, oh she God. was like, "I just love fall," and I was like, "So do I." You should watch Roni. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. How do how do we even do we? I think we go girl by girl. I think that's what we usually do with like a new city a new moment yeah let's go girl by girl but i also think that there's moments oh yeah that moments need to, to be touched yeah on. sure sure sure. of course of course and by in going girl by girl we could touch on a moment yeah uh who do you want to speak on i feel like because our first like real scene together is at size house oh, maybe okay. let's start with size oh yeah especially like let's do hometown advantage here yes, in brooklyn brooklyn, brooklyn. yeah okay so first of all Lovely home. Oh my God. I can't get enough of it. It's like to have a brownstone in Brooklyn that's mm. like decorated that nice yeah. in the area where we can guess it is. Yeah. Okay. And then did you watch all the house tours like I did or no? I watched most of them. Okay. So for more information, go to bravotv.com. Mm-hmm. We have five women giving us house tours. Bryn's missing there, and I don't think we saw Bryn's home in this premiere episode either. Wild. So it's like, will we ever? She lives in the West Village, so I can guess with her age and her job, yeah. that home is probably in like the best location or one of the most desirable locations, especially for Manhattan. But it's not something to show off. It's probably not going to be like a Carol Radzowell West yeah. village sure place yeah but size home okay so i encourage you to go to bravotv.com because you do get a, a fuller sense of the home we have like a whole floor that's like an office that's in the in the brownstone so nice and then we have like a roof deck we got a lot we didn't get to see the the children's rooms for her we did for jessel jessel and aaron yeah um but sigh her husband is a retired man who is like 
a relatively young man. He's in his 40s, right? 40s, maybe 50. Yeah, she actually, like, from what I've heard, people I know say that they have followed her for years. <laughs> okay. I I would love to, like, learn more about this. Yeah. I watched some of her content, and it's all lifestyle. Like, she has her own YouTube channel. It's all, like, lifestyle, day in my life, this is my life. Like, hair, makeup, get ready with me. Like, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Now, obviously, I've only known her for one episode. I don't see the charisma there to, like, carry that brand. It's wild. So, (laughs) I don't know. Like, she's a little awkward to me. Yeah, but she also, like, regularly appears on, like, the fourth hour of today with Hoda and Jenna. So, her and Jenna went on to talk about the show. Okay. And then their second segment was this like, was a thing that I think like Psy probably goes on and does a lot. And it was like her recommendations for, you know, like view your deal. Okay. Yeah. Where it's like, these are my recommendations for like products, products and stuff that you can buy and that kind of stuff. So I think she does that on the today show a lot too. I, I, I guess like I don't really understand I obviously influencers exist, but like, I don't understand why someone follows this person. Yeah. Like, is it so you can learn to be chic? Is that the, the, the point? It's like lifestyle porn. I think, I mean like it's a whole thing. I know. I just, I guess, I, I guess I don't know. I probably do know people who f- follow this, but I just had never had, had that conversation as to like, why do you do that? Or like, what do you get out of it? Yeah. But it's like, why do you follow? Like, I don't know. I don't really follow that many people. That's why, that's why I'm right. like, I'm just not understanding. You just got enough going on in that brain of yours. <laughs> it's, it's always cooking in there. Um, <laughs> yeah. First episode, she feels like the least comfortable in this like yeah. space. I will say I've seen three episodes and I do oh. think she gets a little more interesting and a little less awkward, okay. but yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she's hosting. We got Bryn coming over. Bryn coming over, who is envious of Psy and the lifestyle, which I think is a a look into like maybe where she's at. Yeah, and I think Bryn is really good at confessionals. She's mm. saying funny stuff like about how she wants to like kill Psy and steal her life mm. and like all of that kind of stuff. I think some people love Bryn and then others saw her on Watch Happens Live and were turned off by her performance. Oh. Okay. You know what? I want to say, I don't need this like six person Watch Robin's Live format. Yeah. It's almost like, have we learned nothing from Miami reunion? Yeah, but they've been doing this for years. Like they did this the first season of Beverly Hills. Oh, they did? First episode, yeah. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. History. History. Yeah. I just like, I don't think we accomplish much with that. I think it was actually... It was kind of good with when Salt Lake City did it because like you could see the the cracks in the foundation a little bit. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, like you weren't seeing that as much. Though we saw a little bit of Bryn versus Aaron. Yeah, but we already like could tell from the episode that yeah. that is where we're going down. Mm-hmm. Um, now speaking of that, I feel like now I'm watching this right, and I'm thinking, and you know my mind's going here. What footage of this? is pre-Lizzie's departure. Yeah. I'm fascinated by, like, what can we salvage? 
Are we starting from zero? And so on and so on. So I think the one thing that could have been pre-Lizzie is Size House. But even starting in the scene that we're getting with Aaron and Uba, yeah. they are referencing stuff that happened at a party before. They're referencing like the cheese thing yeah. in that scene. And from what everyone's saying, like the cheese stuff started in a space where Lizzie was. Yeah. 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 Because now I'm looking when they're walking into Side's place, we got Halloween decorations up. Mm-hmm. Lizzie leaves mid-November. Yeah. So I'm doubt, I'm doubting we're keeping Halloween direct decorations up into like November 17th. That is a good point. Yeah. So I think that might have been a reason why there's like so much talking about things that took place mm-hmm. without showing it. Yeah. And it actually, strangely, worked out for the best. I think it made, it put us in a better place as far as like where the show starts, the pacing. I think the storytelling is almost like murder mystery-ish. Yeah. Like you don't know who to believe, who's right or who's wrong. Whereas if they showed it, it'd just be like, okay, well, like this is what happened. Yeah. You know? And it just like also put us in a good place as far as like, we are going on a cast mini trip next episode. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that helps like get things going. Keep things moving. Okay. So. Do you want to talk? Jessel? Jessel. Yeah. She comes there. She brings the two kids. And the mom. And the mom. And it felt like, was this episode super size? It felt like so much happened in this episode. Maybe not. I don't think it was. I don't think it was. Yeah. No, because Crappy Lake had to come on. Yeah, after. Crappy Lake. Yeah. Yes, yes, of course, of course, of course. Okay. With Jessel, I think the big ta- the big takeaway is like she loves talking shit about her husband. Adrian Maloof 2.0. Adrian Maloof 2.0. And she has that like beige white home with two toddlers, as seen in the house tour. That her home also looks very rich. It's like, it's such a unique home for New York City as far as even just the way it's shaped. Oh, yeah. I'm, well, I mean, we got like high ceilings. We got huge rooms. We've got like a almost round like foyer area. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yes. Very uh, Only Murders in the Building-esque. I don't know if you watched that. No. Or no. Okay, yeah. R- a lot of round foyers there. Um. It's in Chelsea. In Chelsea. I know exactly what block she lives in. Oh. Oh, yeah, you do. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jamie to the show was in the home. Yes. Um, a friend. Of, she's a friend of. She's in. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, no. I, I do kind of like, it feels like everyone lives somewhere different. Is that true? hmm Yeah. So Jessel's in Chelsea. Um, Bryn's in the West Village, which isn't far from Chelsea. Yeah. Um, Jenna's in Soho. Aaron's in Tribeca. Mm-hmm. Uba is on Central Park South. Yeah. Oh, she has like a view of like Columbus Circle. I it could be the same building that Sonia Sonia's daughter had an apartment in that Sonia pretended to live in. Yes, 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 yes. yes. And then, um, of course, size in Brooklyn. Yeah. In like Borham Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Slash maybe they some things I read say Dumbo, some say Borham Hill. I'm not believing Dumbo. Yeah. It doesn't look like that right. to me. <laughs> Not the number I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
So Jessel, yeah. Um, when Jenna came over, that was fun. That was nice, and like it's like we're bringing the mom around a lot, which I always like when we have like a side mom, mm, mm, mm. a side well, mom, like a ginger Zarin. Okay, no, that's the dog's name. Oh my god, <laughs> Gloria. And she's not a Zarin. She's not a Zarin. Oh my god, that's so mean. Oh that was god. just a slip of the tongue. Oh my god, Gloria, still with us. She's still, both are still with us. Not Ginger's Aaron. No, both the parents. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ginger's Aaron's R.I.P. They talked about that in the Bethany. I know that's thing. that's yeah. that's why I brought that up. Yeah. Wow. Okay, let's talk about Jenna. Uh, what? What do you uh, make of Jenna? Well, first of all, I just like watching her face. Mm. Just like the way I like the way you move. Is that a song? <laughs> I like the way you move. <laughs> Uh, she's exciting. She's awkward. Yeah. But in a way that works on this show. Yeah. She automatically has a lot of power because everyone knows who she is. Yeah. Um, apartment. Cool. Yeah. Oh my God. So cool. I love it. Yeah. I wish, I wish we saw more of it in the house tour. It felt like it a little less straightforward as like the other women's house tours. Yeah. But she's also like not having her son be on the show. So we're missing a room there. Maybe missing a room. And then I don't know. I'm sure the son, I wonder what the custody agreement is Mm, with her and her ex-husband. Sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. So for me, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying her as like an entity on the show, like Mm -hmm. for the other women to dance around and like be fascinated with. Yeah. And she's interesting as well, but it's hard to picture that this will be a long-term career for her. Yes. And I'm not going to spoil anything, Oh, but like you will see her accidentally be the catalyst of drama in upcoming oh, okay, episodes. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. And that's interesting to watch because you think that she's going to be like a cool Carol type. You know oh. how Carol kind of stayed out of the fray yeah, her yeah, first yeah. season? yeah. Um, but she ends up like stepping in it. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, let's, let's put a pin in like Jenna and like the party that she throws. Cause is that the first time we're all together? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's do, let's do Uba. Uba. I feel like Uba, we might've gotten to know the least this episode. I think so. But I think that there's a lot to love there. I think she's going to be like a fascinating mm. character. Um, obviously we have since learned that her and Chanel Ion yeah. are cousins. And if you got that connection though, I don't know how close of cousins we are. Like, are we doing Heather and Whitney oh. cousins, but we literally just met or okay, right. like how, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I enjoyed what, what little we saw of her. Um, we, the house tour, I mean, you, we see the house a little bit in the main episode, I think, or maybe not, mm. but the house tour, we, we see the house and it's definitely like not the same as the other women. Right. The other women like kind of are giving, a little more elevated from original Roni. And it feels like Uba's is maybe more in line with some of the Manhattan yeah. apartments we saw in 
yeah. original. I mean, it's just like room. like a one bedroom, yeah. kitchen, living room situation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, does that mean we only have Aaron left? Yeah. Oh my God. I think Aaron like really made a name for herself this episode. I think she was going into the premiere, maybe the name that was least on people's lips. Yeah. I, I was thinking that was Jessel, but Aaron would be down the list as well. Yeah. I think. But it does feel like she is central to a lot of the drama. Yeah. And it feels like she's got a natural knack for being on a show like this. Yeah. I think she understands like the role she was cast in. And not to compare to old Roni, but it does feel, she does feel like one of those characters who is the one who you're in a confessional with. And she's the one looking around at all the other cast members and being like, they're acting so crazy. Like mm. in that type of thing. Yeah. And being like, I just want to be with like for the restaurant fight, for example, she's like, I just want to be, well, it's the company. It doesn't matter whether or not the restaurant's like that trendy and like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 I, the, the catch thing. Okay. So it's catch. That's what the girls are saying. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. The restaurant catch, which was a little confusing because they did say like, oh, this isn't like 2005, 2006, but, but catch didn't open until 2011. I think that was just an exaggeration. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, I think it was, yeah, yeah. It was just like a, a miss, a mistake there. Um, have you ever been to catch? No. Oh. You're saying as, as if you're Brynn and Cy. No, like catch me at like McDonald's. <laughs> catch me at McDonald's. No, I have been to catch. Um, I f- feel like it was like early in my relationship with Alex. It was like a family dinner we went to. Okay. That's like in meatpacking. Yeah. I have been to Budokan. Oh, yeah. And I went probably five years too late. Tao? No. No, no, no Tao. No. Okay. We've been on, we've been to Tao with at least the Atlanta women when they were visiting New oh, yeah. York. And then I think New York women went to Tao as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But like th- this was, what a gift this was to the show in terms of like buzz. Yeah. I think it was so smart. I'm sure they like had to legally, uh, bleep the name but mm. like it was so smart to bleep the name too yeah it gets the girls talking it, the girls were talking it was it was genius yeah um okay i want to also quickly point out a few ages of course dan loves an age i love an age Bryn and aaron 36 my peers your peers Lindsay hubbard's peers mm-hmm Lindsay Hubbard could easily run in a fabulous circle of women. Lindsay Hubbard's apartment with Carl, while not like, doesn't compare to like the, the, the rich, rich apartments. I'm sure it compares to Bryn and Uba. And Uba. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so both 36, uh, Bryn and Aaron. Uba turning 40 next month. Okay. Sai 42. Okay. Jessel, 43. Mm-hmm. Jenna, 55. Nice. So it's interesting that, like, uh, some of the online discourse is like, you casted, like, all these millennials, and it's like, actually, really only two. And 
the ages are kind of in line with where the original Roni ages were season one. Uh, Alex McCord was younger than all of these women. Yes. Uh, still is to this day. Still is to this, uh, Bethany was like under 40. Yeah. When she joined. So it's not like we're casting children. And they're all like, I don't want to watch a bunch of influencers run around. It's like, mm-hmm. there's literally only one of them who actually makes a living being an influencer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's get to Jenna's party. Okay, first of all, did you notice the can of Heinz baked beans, the ones <laughs> that are used for beans on toast across the pond? I did notice that. Just like like a work of art in the middle of that like m- monstrous charcuterie. Yeah, apparently she uses them as like little weights around the house. <laughs> She's just so slender. Yeah. These are her like that's her exercise. Okay, now to my surprise, Jenna's friend slash personal chef. Oh yes, is a person that was in my six or eight person P town house ten years ago, Jeez. which which we talked about like the 10 year anniversary of my P town trip just a few weeks ago on Patreon pre-show. Is he in the photo you posted? Yeah. Okay. So you can go to Dan's Instagram <laughs> and see this person for proof. For proof. The proof is in the pudding. Did you have Heinz baked beans on toast when you were in P town? We did not have any Heinz baked beans on toast together. And I like, I have not been in communication with this person. Like I think we're still friends on Facebook, but like it's been a very long time since I've seen or spoken to them. But it was just like a shock to the system to see yeah. him like cooking for Jenna. So fun fact, he was like a a very high up at J Crew. No longer works at J Crew either. And it seems as though maybe like I think he does like a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. And maybe like the the chefing is like a later in life fun. Not later in life. Fun career. I mean like like it's like a just just a different career. Yeah, How, you're making I, him sound like seventy. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I think if I did like a major career move, yeah. it would be a later in life career move. Sure. Okay. No, if you if you if you went and became like a friggin' astronaut, that'd be a later in life. Oh my career god! Move. Stars on Mars. If you went to Mars with Schwartzy, <laughs> that'd be a late in life move. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I think like that might be just something that he he's like doing. Now. Okay. But yeah, it was just like you never know when you're watching these shows. Especially yeah, you'll never know the people you go to P Town <laughs> with ten years later. Ten years later, <laughs> they might be on your TV screen. Well, okay. Uh, we talked about how Aaron's a professional. Mm-hmm. Her wanting to like pull Brent aside and talk to her one on one, like housewives. Can I pull you? Yeah, one on one. One on one. And they go sit in Jenna's. Bed with the tip pillows. With the tip, with the tip pillows. Yeah, uh, I think Honey to the Show has a clock with butts that looks like that. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe it's like the same artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you make of like all the women together? I thought it was an interesting dynamic. I mm. think like in that situation, Jenna became like the observer. Mm. Um, it is interesting. I liked when Aaron and Bryn made up and they went into the closet yes. and they sat on that chair. I mean, they're the two, they're the two ones to watch really right now. I think they have the longevity. Mm, yeah, for sure. Not Jenna. Who knows? We might be here 10 years later and Jenna has another chef 
who was in RP townhouse. <laughs> Ten years later. Yeah. <laughs> and it's me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the chef. Uh, wow. No, uh, Jessel, maybe. I think, like, people are saying mm, that they saying. expect that she's going towards divorce. I don't know. I don't know. It could be just, like, their weird relationship. Yeah, and also, like, she could be seeing this and, like, course correct and be like, oh, mm, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I, we're going to be watching. We're going to be watching. The next two episodes are pretty good. Like I said, we're going to the Hamptons. Yeah. there's It's obviously, like, petty, dumb drama, but, like, that's what I like. I don't need someone to be arrested. Yeah. I, let's do no crimes for a <laughs> Wait a few years before one of you commits a crime. Yes. Um, and then obviously I just want to mention because we have a history oh. on this podcast of doing Red, White, and Come Through oh. where we examine the oh. donations. <laughs> I The one screenshot's going around. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, The internet. It was a post-election day donation from Aaron to like a pro-Trump super pack or something yeah and i will say i found it days before the screenshots started going mm. around well, i sent it to you privately I've never i know seen that's it the yet. that's the red red white come through <laughs> at work yeah so it's like just like something to to keep in the in the pocket the funnier one is Bryn donated five dollars <laughs> to marianne williamson for president <laughs> she bought marianne a coffee <laughs> she's gonna need it on that campaign trail wow okay uh why don't we kick it over to Krabby Lake? Let's go. Now, it was it was almost like a little jarring to not have a doubleheader. I know. Because we're only getting 30 minutes. We're getting 30 minutes, which really boils down to 22. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I think at the end of the second episode, I was worried about Sone. So I'm, and I'm glad this week's episode wasn't really, really like a drinking situation. Yeah. You know, she course corrected. She she course corrected <laughs> like Jessel. <laughs> okay, uh, we have like our tasks at hand. We're gonna like build a playground. There's, like there's a playground on this side of town, and this other side of town doesn't have a playground. Everyone needs a playground. Everyone needs a playground, and like don't worry, they have friends with a hookup. Yes, but then of course COVID strikes again, and supply chain. I guess. It, it is funny we are focused real big on COVID on this show just because that's like kind of the oh pitch yeah, yeah. for the show. Yeah, yeah, sure. So yeah. like us being like hearing about supply chain issues. Yeah. Uh, we are, we're getting back together with Billy Richard. Good. <laughs> the love of Sonia's life. Yeah. We're like driving around big monster trucks. Mm-hmm. Were they also like pull, trying to pull apart like bumpers off of a car or something? I guess we're doing car stuff. A lot of car stuff. There's also a moment where we are um, like running to kids doing a lemonade stand. Yeah, and we're trying to help them with it. Mm. And someone called into Radio Andy because I guess <laughs> it's one point during this. Luann would like encourages someone to stop and pull into a handicapped spot. Mm. And someone was like, trying to get Andy to like condemn. Oh my God. It's like, <laughs> please. Well, this is the simple life. What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, any other moments that really like jumped out at you? No, I think it's like a fun show. Yeah. Um, 
it's light, bright, easy, breezy. And like if you're trying to resist the new Roni, you mm-hmm. at least have your old friends back on TV. Yeah. Running around in like ball gowns. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I love uh, being with the girlies. Um, but speaking of loving being with the girlies, Orange County. I'm sorry. Like when Andy said it was a return to form. He wasn't lying, bitch. This time he wasn't lying. Yeah. I don't even know. It's like everyone was firing at all cylinders during that Nobu lunch or dinner. Was it a lunch or a dinner? A lunch. Okay. We, we really pick up with like a very like artistically edited like recap of Gina telling Emily, like, what happened in Montana. Yeah. Like, it, th- the artisticness made it seem like such a bigger deal than, like, what actually is, like, the basis of the fight. I know. And, like, the big headline out of this is that she's pissed off at Heather. <laughs> is that the big headline? Yeah. <laughs> she's pissed off? <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. But meanwhile, Gina is going to jen's yoga studio yes and what's this yoga studio called like relieved <laughs> relieved <laughs> it's something it said something on the wall <laughs> that's what candy was doing in the bathroom <laughs> from, <laughs> from every angle <laughs> angles. all right so so she's making amends there uh we got more emily at home we're at, we're at home with emily a lot I she's know. crying on the floor talking to her mom I know, because the mom has been sending family pictures all day, Mm. and she's going to fly the mom out to OC. Yeah. It's tough hearing that the last time you saw her, like, is the last time we saw her? Yeah, years ago (laughs) on television. (laughs) Like, that that television moment was the last time? That's tough. And it sounds like we're planning another television moment. (laughs) I know. Can we do like one in the off season? I I know Jill and Bethany said we had to save it for the show. Yeah. Meanwhile, next week, Emily's planning a party, another party at Uh, her in-laws house. Yeah. At Barry's. The clip of like Barry sitting there, watch the women run amok. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, Is there anyone else where, oh, I feel like like, Little QAnon c- cowboys like moseying on down the road to Tamra's. He's all, like, why is he always showing up in all <laughs> denim and a cowboy hat? I don't know. I hate it so much. <laughs> QAnon cowboy. <laughs> oh my uh, god. Uh, has he posted anything anti-gay in the past like week? Well, I'm not. I'm not following. Him, Neither am I. So I'm not looking for it. But like, I guess if if the people with the eyes and ears on him. Are Speaking reporting. of um kids for oh. a second. I will say... You gotta give it to him. You gotta give it to him. Michael Wolfsmith, <laughs> son of Vicky, posted this review that's actually like kind of popping off about Javier's, which mm. is a space we go to frequently oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in uh, the Real Houses of Orange County. Mention this episode. He calls the food mid in that it's $48 <laughs> for a for enchiladas, which like, yeah. come on. I love like the photo of enchiladas. Like... Had like half of Vicky's face in yeah. it. It's in the across from him. Yeah. A fun fact. There is a Javier's location. Not the one that they like to f- to film at that's like near the water. Mm-hmm. There's like a Javier's in the same like mall complex where Kodo Insurance is. Okay. Is that Irvine? Yeah. That's the one that they were at. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Obviously, he picked his mom up from work 
And but, but he works there, doesn't he? Or did he stop working there? Maybe he was in the office, but he, he doesn't live there anymore. anymore. Okay. It's I, just like, it's surprising that he's acting like he's never been to Javier's. Cause if he was working at Kodo, like I would imagine like you, you're stopping at all the places that are close by for lunch. At maybe some point. in general, he's a good follow. Cause there will be moments like this that are just mm. fun. Yeah. And then there's also like, sometimes we'll post a screenshot of like gay people thirsting for him. Mm-hmm. Be, and he's like, not like homophobic about it, but he's like, Sorry, not interested. <laughs> okay. Do we do anything else before we get on the little Barbie boat? Uh, this was great Barbie promo. Great. It's like like Barbie, like the boat was Barbie and Nobu was Oppenheimer. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, no, the, maybe the boat was both Barbie and Oppenheimer okay. because the size of the boat was unexpected. It was Oppenheimer-esque? I, I don't know. No, I guess it would be the opposite because like isn't... Oppenheimer's about a a bomb. Okay, well, I think the I think the the man. I want to mess this up. Cillian. Cillian Murphy. Cillian, that little silly goose. <laughs> uh, he's the titular Oppenheimer. I want to say. Or is it Killian Murphy? I, th- I think it might be Killian. Are we being Cillian? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm Irish, and I should. Know I know. That. I know. Who am I? I? He's not like a a paisan. <laughs> <laughs> He invented the bomb. Okay, yeah. And it's about like when they were like testing it. Mm, Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, so let's get on the boat. I gotta say, I'd be nervous to step onto that boat. It was, it felt like it it would tip. It feel like one more person, we would have been going under. And also, if Vicky was friend of. And also we're fully just like crashing into the dock at Nobu. I just, I, I guess like we're doing this for fun because there's really no reason to be driving to this boat in order to get to know. It's not like Nobu's on an island. It's like an experience. Yeah, it's an experience. I mean, like Heather always thinks mm. things way too far, you know? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, we're inviting the acting coach, Lauren. Which was fun. Yeah, I, I thought she did an amazing job. I think intimidating for this woman to come on, and but she just like... She killed it. Yeah. I think the fan reaction has been positive as well. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, I guess, did we know this woman was going to be a part of this show? No. Okay, okay. Because she's not like a friend. No, but is Heather like trying to tee her up to be a friend? And it's interesting that Heather's inviting her when she was brought on through Taylor. Yeah. Is Heather a friend jumper? (laughs) She's a friend jumper. No, but I think... She, when, when she went to the house, she already knew this woman. I don't think so. Okay, maybe I'm lying. I'm lying. I think Taylor was like, no, I, I like hired I this. Her. Okay. Okay. Hmm. I don't huh. know. Either way, she just jumped right in. She, it was great. And then, I mean, we get Tamara spilling stuff on herself again. Mm-hmm. Tamara, they were doing shots b- while getting hair and makeup with, um, our famous, a uh, woman who we've known originally through Kyle Richards. Oh. The Pamela, I think. Okay. Who from season one of Beverly Hills did Kyle's hair and makeup. Okay. And then Shannon Bedore took her. Well, famously, do Beverly Hills and OC, they don't film at the same time. 
Right. And it's not that hard of a commute. So she can like jump on over. Yeah. Yeah. I think she still works on Kyle to this day. Okay. Wow. wow. Yeah. I, I feel like we learned about the shots like midway through the day. Yes. And it was like an explanation on why we're getting this behavior from Tamara. Yeah. So the thing about <laughs> this is I think Tamara will course correct a little bit. Okay. She's obviously always been like this, but her return, some of these moments feel like we're acting. Lip syncing for our lives. We're lip syncing for our lives here. Yeah. And so her thing with Jen. I'm having a good time though. I'm having a great time. And I like that Jen's quietly exposing Tamara. Mm, Yeah. 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 No, I mean, Jen is doing a great job. Yes. Like actually Tamara, we had this little inside joke about how hot Ryan was and how we both want to fuck him. Mm -hmm. Actually Tamara. It's very um, Dakota Johnson yes. vibes. Wow. Uh, yes, we got we got that going on, and then we got a Gina Heather showdown. Yes. Which you you got to give it to Gina. She really was laying into Heather. Yeah, and you got to give it to Heather. She really was doing her best to like fix this Roll and like let's get back to business. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, everyone. Was performing. And Emily's jumping in the right amount for me. Yes. For someone who like missed the big trip, she's like getting back in there. Yeah. You know? Um, Shannon's doing what she needs to do and wrangling Tamara. Wrangling Tamara. And then also we're getting David Bedore divorce at Nobu. Heather (laughs) switching the subject. Like I got this text. <laughs> and happening on her anniversary oh with David. God. Oh my god. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I mean <laughs> Oh, we even had like a little Shannon moment with like the bad girl twins earlier in the episode. Oh, yes. Where they're like they don't want to like use the college guidance counselor or whatever. I love the bad girl twins and her in the confessional being like, let's be honest, these girls aren't gonna be getting many scholarships. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I just, I don't think anyone talks about like bad girl twin versus holy, tw- versus holy daughter. I know. It's like literally Shannon sitting there with like the devils and an <laughs> angel on either. <laughs> like this one is like praying all day, every day, like found her like life partner spouse at 18 and like. She's in Waco. She's in Waco. And then meanwhile, these two girls are ready to like run amok. I know, and it's so funny. Uh, Shannon was on Jeff Lewis Live a few weeks ago, yeah. and she was talking about how she had come up to LA the night before to be like convenient because it's okay. filmed in the morning or sure. whatever, and how all night she was getting ring camera <laughs> things about how the 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 bad girl twins were <laughs> having like all these boys just come in and out of the house. Oh my god, they're the legends. I, I love them. I love them. Wow. wow, wow. Okay. I gotta say though, remember back when they oh. were the ladies of oh the ladies who rock the ladies who rock lock <laughs> lock yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> I think Taylor's got to wake up a little bit. Yeah, 
She's a little sleepy. It's she's listening and she's learning, but she's not talking. Yeah, you gotta listen, learn, and talk. Yeah, <laughs> which is so funny because like she got rehired onto a Bravo show because of her performance on Ultimate Girls Trip Two when she was fucking like doing like wand tricks <laughs> at Brandy. It almost feels like we have like original Taylor from Beverly Hills, a different person. Yeah, Ultimate Girls Trip Taylor, a different person. Now we got this third one, and like I'm meaning a third woman, really. But I mean, like she brought it for um, Montana for Montana, so sure. I think we're still good. And she's just a friend. She's just a friend. Yes, but I mean, like Lauren's showing you up. Yeah, Lauren came like, oh, she's like giving opinions. She's like, asking questions. She's, she's asking like, questions. Does she always act like this about Ta- Tamara? Taylor's just like eating her like sea bass. Yeah, she loves the sea bass. <laughs> Well, I mean, like she she's used to the deck and mm. no booze elevated, so okay. I don't think she's coming over here as much as Heather is. So okay. she has to eat up, eat up. Wow, they were at the deck like yesterday with Lynn Curtin, and the preview was that back of the deck, probably. It looked with 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 Vicky, yeah, that Vicky preview. <laughs> what a treat that that was not in the original trailer, yeah, because this is like a great, but like something is said, it's like. About John, it sounds like that Shannon's freaking out at. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm loving, I'm loving it. Oh, see, and um, Tamara revealed that she thinks we're gonna get Vicky in five episodes. Thank you, Tamara. That reminds me of like, I don't know what podcast Garcelle was on where she's like, um, what's her face? The, the friend, the ex wife, Cherie. Cherie, she's like, oh, yeah. Where I was like, Cherie's going to be on episode eight. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, that same feeling of like, like it takes you out of them living their lives and yeah. reminds you that this is a television show. And I was like, I thought Cherie was going to be mm, Floppyana. But she flopped. She flopped for our sins. She came on and then like left her friend. Yeah. It was on like a different team. Yeah. What kind of nonsense is that? Okay, should we should we wrap this up and do a Freak of the Week and One True Queen? Yes. Wow. Okay. So, Freak of the Week. Freak of the Week. So, this was on Watch Happens Live mm. on Wednesday night after the OC episode happened. Guests were Vivica Fox and Jen. New Jen, Jen from new Jen. OC. And Andy, like, cuts to Ryan in the audience to ask him a question mm. about, like, the dick pick gate thing sure sure sure. fucking ryan pulls out a trucker hat that says like dick pick on it and he's like andy i brought you a gift and andy was like oh you're already making merch (laughs) in a way that was like so dismissive but especially like i'm sorry make merch who's gonna wear a trucker hat that says dick pick on it it's so dumb i I swear there are certain OC husbands that like they all got at the same factory. <laughs> Ryan's one of those. Like just the vibe is dumb. Sleaze, dumb, mm. tan. Tan. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Okay. But we love Jen. We love Jen. Yeah. Hopefully, it seems like the women are trying to like wake her up from her slumber. I think she's kind of sleepy. Like they played a game on Watch Happens Live and she like didn't <laughs> know. It who Meryl Streep was. <laughs> okay. I, so I only saw the clip of Ryan with that nonsense. I didn't watch her actual episode. Like how was her debut performance on? It was okay. I think she like Vivica is a really good guest on that sure. show. So it was like trying right. to encourage her, like, like 
like, let's do this. Okay. So, oh, Vivica was trying to encourage Jen. Yeah, just being like, like, w- wake up. Not even just wake up, just like when <laughs> they were talking about certain subjects, she'd oh. be like, oh, well, you look, your body's like slamming and like all this kind okay. of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she was trying to assist. And then that's when Jimbo and Candy were behind the bar. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. I, I got to go back and watch that episode. Yeah. Okay. Or once you're queen this week. Now, this is really, this is a you. You love this when this happens. Well, this was your idea, but it is a you, me. It is a me, me you, you, thing. Me. Yeah. Okay. Jenna Lyons was on The View. She was at the table. Yeah. She's in charge of the press tour. She's in charge of the press tour. She's being sent to the Today Show, main Today Show, yeah. with Andy Cohen. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, but the queen part is at the end of the segment, the biggest compliment you can get when you're on that show mm is Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> turning to you and saying, thank you. And we have a seat for you at the table whenever you want. <laughs> nothing, there's nothing more important that could be said to you at the view table than that. Exactly. And Jenna got the call, the call back. The inverse is when you're there and Whoopi disassociates. Yeah. <laughs> Which, <laughs> I mean, like with a housewife, you could expect that. Yeah, but I mean yeah. like Jenna Lyons with her resume. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like I'm sure her and Whoopi have met in the past. Sure. You know? Yeah. She's been around the block. She's been around the block. Wow. What a queen. Or once you're queen. And that is it this week. Wow. Yeah. Uh as always go not gone over to comethroughqueen.com for links to everything, including Patreon. We have a pre-show this week and just like that mm-hmm. brendan's back on the drag race train barely uh we're dipping into a little ariana half up half down news this week um yeah and links to everything twitter instagram social tiktok um and like comment, subscribe part share retweet love us love us please retweet let's see you next week bye, bye. Come through, Queen. I wanna see ya come through, Queen. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.